0: Welcome back to all of you uh, here and on live stream. Greetings in the blessed name of the Lord. Thank you, Brother Robert, for the excellent lesson this morning. We give thanks continually for the power of God in Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit, who supplies us edification through the teaching and hearing of the word. And we thank the Lord for the strength he gives by his grace to the brethren in their labors now we call this part of our worship a calling. A time after our fellowship meal when we attended to those necessary temporal things, the calling is an exhortation for us to now rise above temporalities, to be led by the Holy Spirit to come higher, though in fact it is God through Christ by the Holy Spirit who is doing the calling. He calls our hearts. And minds to higher, loftier thoughts of the kingdom, Himself and Jesus Christ, and our love for them. He calls us to dwell on things that are above, exhorting it all to remove distracting thoughts and temporal impediments. He is calling for us to allow our hearts to be more intensely focused on his truth and the face of Jesus Christ. For there is to be found the knowledge of the glory of God. As Paul wrote, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It's in 2 Corinthians. Now, God wants us to ask for a strengthening of our listening ear and for a spirit of wisdom, of revelation in the knowledge of Him, and for the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened. He calls us by His Spirit to a greater discernment of His truth, that He might show us the glory in the things of which we will continue to speak of this morning. And in all these things, God is calling us to come closer, as He has promised to those of a pure heart, draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Brethren, God by His Spirit is calling us to these things not because we purpose to grow in intellectual knowledge, but because we desire to be obedient by purposing to know His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love Him more, that we might become more like Him, as God desires all believers to be conformed to the image of His Son. In fact, all whom God called, He did predestinate to be conformed to the likeness of Jesus. So it might be said to him with a sincere heart, there really is no choice. This is an incomparable blessing and a mercy, brethren. John declares, all those who say they abide in Christ are to walk, even as he, as is Christ, walked. We are not to consider this as a wishful thought. Christ our Lord, according to his divine power, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. In his letter to the Ephesians, Paul wrote that God hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And what did Paul write just a few lines before that? He wrote of God's mighty power toward believers, which is freely available to all by faith, the same power that was made manifest in Christ when God raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Brethren, God first created, uh, first seated Christ with him in his throne, and then he seated all believers with him there also at his own right hand, in the mountain of His holiness, though we are sitting here in the Word of Truth Fellowship Hall this morning, the part of us that is living eternally is at the throne of God, and with Christ. In our calling, the Spirit provokes our hearts to look around the heavenly places in which we are seated. So let us see what He has placed, where He has placed us. Let us walk about Zion and go around about her. Tell the towers thereof, mark ye well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that ye may tell it to the generation following. God wants us to receive these blessings by which He provokes us and exhorts us to higher places. He wants to reveal more of Himself to us. He wants us to receive and apprehend the revelation of His Son and the secrets of His kingdom. There are new treasures in heaven he desires to show us. Mm -hmm. He desires to introduce us to new anointings Mm -hmm. and new places in the Spirit. And he has made all provision for us in these things. Even as Jesus said, Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, Mm -hmm. that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. And he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So God is calling us to come by his grace higher and closer to him with the full expectation that we in our measures shall do so. Because for all those who love the truth, the blood of his Son, Jesus Christ, accepted by him in heaven, has made a way for us. In the parable of the wedding feast, Jesus taught many things. One of them is this, that it is the one who is humble before God and others and not desiring or assuming the highest status who will be the one honored in the heavenly kingdom. But what were the words that Jesus spoke? He said, The unassuming man will be invited like this. He said, Friend, go up higher. Yeah. Then shalt thou have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. He is called up higher, honored by God to receive greater access to him in Christ Jesus, and by his grace now shares in the meat of the word. Mm-hmm. Brethren, let us not neglect this invitation, this gift from God to come higher. It is then that he will show us more of his great and glorious kingdom. We will see more of what he has prepared for us, all that Christ's sacrifice gained for the saints, the magnitude of the saints' blessing and inheritance in the kingdom. For Jesus to show himself in his glory to Peter, James, and John, they must go with Jesus to a higher place. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John his brother, and bringeth them up into an high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Brethren, those men would not have seen that in a lower place in the earth. And we recall that Ezekiel was taken by God in a vision onto a high mountain in Israel, And from there he saw the new temple was given instructions on how it was to be built. And he saw the new city and saw the glory of God returning to that temple. Lord, uh, Ezekiel could not have seen that without being in a high place. Though God calls us to come to this high place, to come hither and come higher, to draw closer to him. We actually have been seated with him there all the time. Yet do we live as if we are there. Have we ascended to the heights to which Jesus brought us? Paul wrote, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So let us ask the Lord that His Spirit would work in us to reveal the heights to us, that we might obtain an increase in our understanding of the things freely given, Let us not be satisfied with an imperfect view of the power and the glorious blessing of being seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let us purpose to do what the Lord commanded. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he will bring us higher, not for our own sakes, but for the sake of his dear Son and our Master, Jesus Christ. Let us set our affection, that is, our minds, our preferences on things above, not on things of the earth, abstaining from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. And let us be led by the Holy Spirit to follow in the footsteps of our Savior, the captain of our salvation, into the high places where we shall find pasture. Brethren, God is pleased to freely give us the things of himself which he has revealed in Christ. His purpose the accomplishments of Christ's sacrifice and his death, resurrection and ascension and his working salvation in the earth. He wants us higher and closer to him to give us an even greater understanding of these things that we would increase in our love for him and Christ, bringing him glory and honor. Now, I'd like to say a very brief word about the word hope. In the world... Hope is usually a wishful thinking for something, some favorable outcome a man desires for himself or another, <clears throat> which he realizes he can't guarantee. Uncertainty is involved, but if he is lucky and all things, including those that are wildly outside his control, go according to his preference, then maybe what this man hoped for will come to pass. You all know what I'm talking about. Someone is leaving on a long trip to a strange place, and a man hopes the journey will be safe. A person may say to someone who is suffering from ill health, I hope you soon feel better, or something like, I hope our team wins. Brethren, I bring this up because this is not the manner of hope in the kingdom. The things of the kingdom of God, of Christ, and the Holy Spirit, the things of our faith are certain. We have placed our trust our lives in these things. The believer's hope is a strong, unwavering expectancy of things that have been promised by God and are certain because it is impossible for God to break a promise as he cannot lie. Thus our hope is an eager anticipation of things that are guaranteed to come to pass. I mention this because all we have mentioned concerning coming higher and closer to God, we can confidently hope on, mm-hmm. knowing that the Lord has made all provision for us to be made complete in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. In, in closing, I'd like to read you the words of a very uh, familiar hymn, which captures well that all I've tried to say today. It was written by Johnson Oatman Jr. in 1898, and this um, this is a very... Blessed uh him. He wrote, I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. And this is the, the refrain. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. By faith on Canaan's table land. A higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I'm going to read verses 2, 3, and 4 too. My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound, my prayer, my aim, is higher ground. Yeah. I want to live above the world, though Satan's darts at me are hurled, for faith has caught the joyful sound, the song of saints on higher ground. Yeah. I want to scale the utmost height and catch a gleam of glory bright, but still I'll pray. Till rest I've found, Lord, lead me on to higher ground. I'd like to say a prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your promises that you have kept. Lord, we praise and thank you that you desire for all men to know you through your Son, Jesus Christ. And you have made all provision for us to come to the knowledge of him. We thank you for placing us in heavenly places with Christ at the right hand of your throne, making a way for us to come into your presence. Lord, your brother David sang, When thou saidst, Seek my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. And we also desire to be obedient, to know you and Christ more fully. Lord, we yield ourselves to you, and we pray that you would teach us by your Spirit, how we may come higher from our places here in our temporal home to come closer to you. Father, you have freely revealed to man all that is to be known of your truth, and we have not yet apprehended it all. So we pray that you would give us grace to grow in our understanding of your mysteries and your love for us. We pray that you would, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, continually increase in us our love for you. Lord, as we offer you our worship this morning, we ask for your blessing on the assembly and on our service, that they would be a glory and an honor to you. We pray those who will be speaking unto edification would be guided by your Holy Spirit, and that you would lead us in paths of righteousness today and always. Lord, we confess our love for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brethren, and may God, bless, uh, may God bless you. Now we'll have Brother Levi coming up with the singing and specials. Amen.